GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I am live at the Roop Upstate Warrior Solutions, 770 Pelham Road. If you are a first responder, if you are a military veteran, I got lunch coming up here in, a, in the next hour or so, so I would I'd really like to see that vanish. That would be nice. But joining me now from SCORE is Marjorie Luke. Good morning. Good morning, Bill. Now, is SCORE an acronym for something, or is it just about, is it like that because you, you're going to succeed in, when you try this? <laughs> is, that, is that the way it goes? Well, SCORE was started um, in 1964, so it's a very established organization. And right. at the time, SCORE was, stood for the Service Corps of Retired Executives. Okay. Um, and it was intended for retired business people to work as volunteers to help emerging businesses and startups. Right. That was the, what the acronym meant. Over the years, um, we have recruited um, many people who are not retired, and um, so the name no, it no longer really applied. So we've kept our name as SCORE, sure. and, it, and um, we stand for serving small businesses. Well, in this, in your, your impact in 2022, you helped 102 new businesses get started. This is the Piedmont chapter. That's correct. 150 total jobs created, uh, 2,037 total chapter services. So you get in and somebody comes to you and they're wanting to start a business and you mentor them through that process with people that know what they're doing. Do, 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 and do you overly specialize in the various restaurants? You got mentors for restaurant businesses and service businesses. You got that kind of thing going on? We do. Um, all of us in the chapter are, there are about 40 of us. We are all former business people. We come from a wide variety of experiences. Uh, and we also take advantage of the almost 10,000 other volunteers across the country who right. are in other SCORE chapters uh, for specific areas of expertise that we might not have here locally. So in today's high technology mobile world you can do zoom calls and Absolutely. webinars and that kind of thing mm -hmm. so why are you why, why did you partner up with the group we were invited to become a strategic partner here okay. um, and it was um, something that we hadn't been expecting um, but the as you know the purpose of the group is to provide on-site services right. for veterans right. um, no matter what they need and since so many businesses are owned by veterans, right. um, there's 1.7 um, million businesses that, it, that are owned today by veterans. Um, there's a lot of demand for support for, for veterans who are interested in starting a business. And so the group wanted SCORE to be physically present here so right. that if you walk in the door and you have a an interest in a business, we're here. Um, so we're not going to send you someplace else or tell you to go make a phone call. So with a veteran, a veteran that gets out and starts a business, they, they have this way of thinking. They have this compartmentalized way of thinking, and they're coming in when they see a shortcoming or deficiency. They're going to be looking for somebody to help them overcome that deficiency. Is that where you come in? We come in at the business planning stage. Okay. Um, and... A veteran usually will come to us with an idea. For example, Brandon Worley, who was your last guest, yes, was a SCORE client. Okay. Uh, he came to us with an idea 
for the business that he has now created. Uh, he had done a lot of the thinking and a lot of the analysis ahead of time. Right. But he wanted somebody to say, am I on the right track here? Am, and is, have I overlooked anything? What right. else do I need to do right. to, to be successful? Uh, so people at stages such as Brandon was, we get other people who, um, while they're in the military, are thinking about what they're going to do when when they separate from the military. So they have an idea, but they haven't really vetted it. Right. They're not really sure if they're what the what the um, marketplace is is prepared to handle. Uh, who else is who their competitors are going to be? So they'll come to us with all those questions with an idea, and we will work with them to help them do um, a market analysis. Do um, make sure that they have a product that is not just like. A thousand other product products that are on Amazon. Right, right, right. Um, so how you're going to distinguish yourself from everything else in the marketplace? And we work with um, businesses at that level, um, and we we work primarily through mentoring and education. Those are the two services that we provide right. for entrepreneurs. Uh, all of our services are at no cost. Right. So uh, as much or as little as is needed for a client um, is available to them. So sometimes if somebody come to you and you, you know that they're wanting to set up a business in an area and you know that that's a fairly well-saturated field out there, do you sometimes sort of steer them away or try to get them to, uh, to rethink it? Or do you look at it and say to yourself, uh, we might be able to. We might be able to jump to the head of the pack. I mean, do, do you do you have that sort of depth in the analysis you're going to try to help them with? Yes, we we can. Um, what we do is try to get the client to do as much of the thinking and right. research on their own right. and come to their own conclusions. So we might have a client that'll after a couple of sessions will say, you know, I don't I don't think this is really going to work. Right. And that's different when they come to the realization. Then if we say, this probably won't work. Right. Um, we are here to um, help people achieve their goals, whatever their goals are. So that comes to your second point. If the market is saturated, right. um, so, okay, it's not going to work the way we're looking at it now, but how can we look at it differently Right. Um, to just make it unique, um, capture new market share, and so forth? But like with Brandon, mm -hmm. with Adaptive Golf, mm -hmm. Now, that is a unique niche to try to occupy. Mm -hmm. So when he came to you with this, I'm pretty sure you looked at the area and you said, well, yeah, that'll definitely work here. But how? How did you, how did you look at that? I mean, do you guys, I mean, have you got uh, professionals that have dealt with that level of rehabilitation or that type of rehabilitation or... No, and it's it's up to the client to do that kind of research. Right. Um, and in and, and Brandon's case, he had already done that. Right. They had done a lot of work ahead of time. Um, but we would ask the questions, agree with the client, okay, what are we going to look at next? What, what are we going to research? And how are we going to go about gathering that data? Right. And so um, it's, we don't, we're not consultants. Okay. Um, we work more. We are mentors. Gotcha. Now, there are times... Sometimes where uh, a client will need to get a consultant to help them with some of that thinking if they can't do it on their own or they don't have resources to do it, but um, no, we don't we don't do that for them. But okay. we but we 
uh, get them to the point where they understand they need to know that before they go forward. How big of an area? So you're out, you're out, you're stationed in Piedmont, is that right? Or, or you're called SCORE Piedmont. So where, where are you at? We are, um, we serve all of the Piedmont area. We serve 11 counties in upstate South Carolina. And there are five other chapters in South Carolina that serve the rest of the state. So right. we have, and the major uh, areas in our service area that are big business hubs, of course, are the obvious ones, Greenville, Spartanburg, Anderson, Oconee. But we also have clients in some of the counters, in the, some of the counties that have a smaller business communities, such as uh, Greenwood, Union, McCormick. We have clients all over the whole, the whole Piedmont region. And whoever's coming into the route that comes to you, wherever they're at, I guess, as well, right? Right. And um, they, uh, the, the veterans that come to us through the route are only a small percentage of the clients that we serve every year. I Today. Mean, today. Yes. And we're working as, as, to grow that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Actually, across SCORE, all of SCORE, yeah. only 9% of our clients are veterans. Okay. And we would like to see that number grow because we know that there are businesses out there being started by veterans who probably could take advantage of SCORE services. So if you got a, if you got an idea out there and you want to get a little help with this, a little mentoring, you should contact Upstate Warrior Solutions. They will put you in touch with Marjorie. Thank you for stopping by today. My pleasure. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. When we get back, it's going to be Nick Jones. He is uh, sitting here, EMS. He's the one that uh, he, he does some things that most people don't want to even talk about. So. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I'm joined now by the Communications Manager for Greenville County EMS, and that is Nick Jones. How are you doing? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. How long, how long have you been in uh, EMS? So I've worked for the county for 19 years. Yep. Can you close? Can you close that down, Maestro, on your end? And uh, communications manager, you're the one that that would be a very vital field to be in with EMS. I would imagine. It's it's it was different. I started in the field and then moved into communications a few years ago um, over our comp center. So it's it's been a interesting experience. We process all the 911 calls that come in for require EMS response in Greenville right, County. Right. How, how many trucks do you actually have out there providing service at any given time? Like right now during this shift, how many ambulances are out there ready to roll? Usually about the high 20s, 25 to 30. And then do they always just sit on station waiting or are they out there just cruising around and they're in a general vicinity if they get the call? Or The way we process stuff, we send trucks to different areas. We monitor sort of our demand where we historically know where larger car volumes are going to be. So right. we move trucks constantly. So crews come in. 12-hour shifts, get in their truck, go to wherever we send them, run a call to the hospital, back to a different area. So they may go from southern part of the county to the northern part of the county and then back to the middle all in the course of four or five hours. So the, the unique thing about EMS is no matter what happens today, if somebody is medically, uh, if they're in duress medically one way or the other, no matter what the reason, the motive, the cause, you guys got to go. Absolutely. You guys are the ones that yep. show up first time and say, I am here to deal with this issue today. Um, I would imagine you guys see some 
bad stuff? We do. It's a, a lot of variance. Some, you know, what's an emergency? Some folks may not be that significant to other folks, and right. then from that to absolutely the worst day of somebody's life. So, and everything in between. And it can go from those very simple calls to something very, very complex. Um, in an, in an hour, you know, turn one call that's a simple call, and then the next call could be a terrible one. So, and when you guys show up, everybody's looking to you to solve whatever the issue is right then and there. So absolutely. you got to deal with the loved ones and the patient all at the same time. Absolutely. You've got to manage the entire scene from fixing whatever problem you're trying to deal with. And, you know, you could be 10, 15 people on scene also trying to get you to do something, what they think you should be doing, but right. may not be the appropriate thing. So and in addition to that, I guess they probably have to notify whichever closest medical facility they're going to be transporting to. That's correct. Let them know what they got coming and what they figured out. Do those guys give them any sort of a – do they make any sort of diagnosis based on that information and tell them how to treat when they're on site? It depends. We're, we're pretty fortunate um, in Greenville. We have – our medical control director has certain directions that our paramedics can follow without having to call a physician for orders. And then for super complex stuff, they'll call a physician on at the hospital and try to get some direction of what, what they need to do. How far can they go as far as what they treat? So, like, uh, you know, in the Army, with med, with med, you, you've got medics that can get out there and, and use a chest decompression needle yep. while they're on the pitching deck of a Blackhawk flying over terrain. How far can your guys go as far as their treatment? So we can, you know, we can take cardiac arrest management, for example. We can most of the time manage a cardiac arrest in the field in somebody's house, um, no different than they could in an emergency room. So you guys have portable defibrillator and all Absolutely. that other stuff. Medications, right. secure airways, defibrillators, right. all that kind of stuff. You Can do. Can you do the airways? We can. Yeah. Um, we can diagnose heart attacks from the field. Um, we started doing that several years ago. So our paramedics can on scene, they identify a STEMI or basically a heart attack, and then they're calling the hospital, letting them know if it's 2 o'clock in the morning, they're calling those doctors in from home that are on call based off our paramedic's word. And instead of going to the emergency room, they're going straight up to the lab to get heart cast. So an EMS tech is probably a pretty a pretty different sort of cat than your normal walking around person out there today with what they see and what they have to deal with. And then, sure. they have to, then when they're off work, then they got to go to Walmart and contend with whatever they're i wanted that trash can and you guys are out of it and they got to be just a normal human being sure yep. how is that hard for them it's a lot of times Challenging. You know, they're they want to be in control of everything all the time that's what sure. they're used to so sure. when they different circumstances they may start to lose control of stuff that they can't but they're trying to sort of retain that so it can be a hard transition sometimes right you guys have uh, peer support we do. Yeah. We do. We've been we've been very fortunate um, over the last couple of years to to recognize the need and start that program. And is that does that happen here at the Roop? So we've we've started working with them. We've referred yeah. people here, and unfortunately, the through the first responder committee and stuff like that, and um, bringing more awareness probably to the peer support need for EMS providers. I would imagine that has a whole lot to do with just the overall mental health because, like, if they know they got a place they can go, mm-hmm. and they got somebody that's going to look at this. Just that perspective is probably almost comforting for them, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, so how, many, how many come by here? That I don't know. No. I, I some do. Some we know do. some we, do. We've yeah. been referring. It's It's been a – it's sort of a new concept to EMS to to get more help outside of what they're typically providing. So right. it's definitely increasing that awareness to folks, letting them know that there's different um, 
opportunities there to, to assist them whatever they need so and and just to put it in perspective because everybody's out there thinking about the somebody my age having a heart attack and you guys rolling up on them you have to do this if you have a two-month-old and have they have a heart attack you have to save that that Absolutely. life don't Absolutely. you and you have to deal with a totally completely undeveloped human mm-hmm. and all the things that go along with it and uh and and you got to deal with it and then if if it doesn't work out then you got to handle that after correct and I, I would imagine with, with, with all that you see that there's probably things that hit harder than others. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it adds up over time. You, you go from the, those scenarios you described, to however it works out, and then you clear that call. The next call is somebody who's been a toothache for two months. Right. So it's a very drastic change on, on people's you know, mental state when they go from one extreme to the other like right. that back to back. It's, within minutes sometimes now i don't know how much this qualifies me but i've always wanted to drive an ambulance and i had to drive in europe for three years when there was no speed limit in europe and i never had an accident i'm sure i could be a good ambulance driver uh do they have restraints for everybody because i'm probably i'm going to be getting them there i'm going to be driving so fast we're going to be going back in time so sure yeah, do, uh, do you, are you taking applications for that right oh, now? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, you know, just in case the radio we, thing doesn't work. Yeah, out. we we also have a, a full EMT program, so right. we'll we'll hire you and put you through EMT school and then a paramedic program. So you know, I wanted there. to do I, I wanted to do some of that when I was in the military, but I'm I'm red green colorblind, oh. and even though I can do it, and like I figured out the best way to give a IV, for example. How's that? So when you put the constricting band on it, if you just wait till they go numb below the constricting band, you can put the IV wherever you need to put it. There you go. And yeah. they do bleed mm-hmm. still. So, I mean, that, that's – I never had an IV that gave me any backwash or nothing. I was good to go. So uh, I don't uh, – that probably isn't the correct way, though, is it? Not, not exactly. But we can teach you how to do all that. You so know, they still have to down. have feeling in that limb when I get to when I get down. That has to come back at some yeah. point. So. Okay. Yeah. So, you, you know. I'd have to put a stopwatch on that. I can only imagine what they go through with some of the stuff, some of the stuff they see. It would bother me to to think about some of this stuff. So uh, with that, I hope uh, if you are EMS, I sort of get what you go through. I don't see it on the on the level of I've seen some of the stuff you've gone through. I've, uh, you know, in the military. Military, we have a lot of training accidents in the military, even, even during peacetime. We have horrific training accidents, and I've seen a few of them personally up close and uh, so the people that have to deal with that, I would imagine that does have a an effect on them. And I hope they take the time to come here. Is that something that you coordinate, or is that is that where your role as communications also you do that on the side with them? Yeah, we. If somebody comes to me, I can refer them. We have other folks that um, also work in peer support. We have a, a full group of, of people within EMS that have more training than I do in that, so they can go to those folks, or, or we know who to call and put people in contact with. So right. How, however, any sort of EMS need from that, we can coordinate how where we need to go with it. So. Gotcha. All right. Outstanding. Nick Jones, Greenville County EMS. I'm glad you're out there. I hope I never have to call you. Likewise. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for stopping by today. Absolutely. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.
The GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. When I got out of the military, I went straight to work as a beer delivery man because everybody loved the beer man. I was a Miller man, but everybody wanted to be a Budweiser man. And joining me now is the modern incarnation of that because they've graduated way beyond just beer. From KW Beverage, I have Dean Parsons, who's you're the general manager and an Army veteran. Yes, sir. And a vice president. Uh, sure. Okay. Well, that's what it says. It's just and, the title. <laughs> and I have Watson Neely. And you're, you're the special events guy. Yes. Cool. That's always. Watson was in the beer business when I was in the beer business, and that's why Watson and I look like we go to the, uh, the, to the same doctor <laughs> with the geriatric clinic. That's why we go to that one. So um, you guys, you, you were connected and you, you served. You, you guys feel still that affinity to the military community, the veteran community? Absolutely. Yeah. Do, do Now, there's some people, in, in my case, that would argue, no, they do not. But do military guys make good route men? Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Some of the best. Yeah. Used to hard work. Used to working alone, like to working alone, self-motivating, that kind of thing. Um, with, uh, with, with, the, with, the, uh, with the enhanced scope of what you guys have, how, how many routes are you running now? 32. 32 routes. 32 routes. Wow, I'm trying to think of when during was it was it like 16 during Merck's time, back in the back in the 90s. I would say. So you've doubled it. 16. Yeah, 16 rounds. Yeah. So you have doubled that, and this includes uh, KW Beverage includes alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages. That's so correct. that's why you're more of a beverage company than a beer company per se. Now. That's correct. So, you have been hooked up with Upstate Warrior Solutions for a bit. Yep, a couple years now, going on two years, going into our third year, actually. Um, Been a great partnership. Um, You know, talking to Teresa earlier, there's more we need to do. We're blessed to be able to do a lot for the community. Right. um, But we're we're in a position where I think we could do a little bit more, especially with the first responder side of it, not just military. Well, I mean, that's – I believe that's actually a new thing that's coming under – coming into focus for, like, people like them that have specialized on a particular set of people. Yep. Because anybody that's going to do some of the stuff they do, like, are you a deputy, sir? So we got a sheriff's deputy over here. So he goes and sees some horrific things, and then he calls that EMS guy, and he has to go deal with it. And if he can't deal with it, then he has to call those coroners over there, and they have to come and deal with it. And they're dealing with a set of circumstances that nobody ever wants to see. That's right. So uh, so out of this whole group, the only person you want to call is us, because those guys are going to take you to jail, take you to the hospital, or the the ones in the corner that you really don't want to see them. No, no. Well, gonna, you're not going to see them. They're right? just going to make you look all natural and everything. That may be beyond the scope, though. That's not what you guys do. You don't make them look so natural, do you? Anyway, that's. I'm not trying to make light of that. But I did get a giggle out of you. That's good because that's, that's a very grim profession to have. How far are you guys? I mean, is is there any expansion for this for you guys to 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 continue to expand what you do within with within the confines of the partnership of the group? Yes, there is. I mean, I think there's there's different avenues we're looking at. I don't think we have anything specific, but we're open and receptive to doing some different things that we've, you know, we've done. We do folds of honor. We've done upstate warrior solutions, but like to your said, the first responders is more of a focused area yeah. that hasn't been in the past yeah. and should have been. Um, so I think we're open to what is available to us next year and beyond to support that even further within the upstate. And then the nice thing is we also have a uh, branch in Columbia 
um, is KW Beverage as well. Okay. They can also kind of branch into, you know, Richland County and places like that down there to kind of help with the first responder piece down there as well. So with special events, do you ever get invited to go to a military post or uh... – where, where do you where do you go and ply that trade? Well, I just take care of the upstate. In yeah. Columbia, actually, right now they're trying to uh, line it up to bring the Clydesdales to Fort Jackson. Fort Jackson. Yep. Well, that'll be good. I, they won't even let me on Fort Jackson. They're going to let the Clydesdales on there. I think they'll let the Clydesdales just about anywhere. Well, I would imagine so yeah. too. They're much yeah. better looking than me. So, and, and but with that, I mean, when people see that, that's a piece of Americana, isn't it? Sure to is. see the Clydesdales. It's, it's one of those things. Uh, we used to do these payday talks, and I talk about it all the time, but that would be one of the images we would see. would be the Clydesdales trotting down the street, pulling that keg of beer, that keg of Budweiser, whatever it was. I don't even know if they labeled those, but it doesn't matter. So for you guys, for you guys, where are we going to go from here with, with this? Uh, are, are, do you need more veterans? Are you, are you looking for people to come in? Or? We're always looking for good people, veterans yeah. especially. Yeah, they're great. They've been great workers. We have, uh, I think, 15 on our current staff in Greenville, um, and just, just great, hardworking people. So we're looking for anybody anytime. So from route men to delivery drivers to warehousemen. Well, I mean, the, the, that whole, that whole, this whole uh, profession has expanded, hasn't it? Because back in it the is. day in the 90s when we were doing it, we – we drove it there. We kicked up under it. We rolled it in. We put it up. Right. And Don't do that you guys anymore. have separated that because a lot of us were just dying on the route. You know, yeah. be out there, dying under a pile of Milwaukee's best. The variety <laughs> is so big now. There's no way you can put it all in yeah. the truck. When we when you started, you know, there was seven or eight brands, and that's all you had on the truck. Right. You know, twenty different packages. Now every brand's got twenty different packages. Yeah, how many? How many different? How many different areas in the store do they have to put it up? Three or four? Three or four areas, yeah. yep. So one route man, if he was actually doing it all, he'd have to stay in one store all day long, wouldn't he? Pretty close, yeah. yep. Just back up a tractor trailer and just unload it. And yeah, the way the work is done now, I think it's actually much more efficient. You probably keep people longer that way too, don't you? You do. Yeah. You don't wear them out. Yeah. Military guys probably like this too, that that assigned role and everything, that, that part that they're playing, they probably put that in their mind mindset and everything else. I I did not, I, I'd never known this about, Budweiser slash KW Beverage. I never knew that you guys had partnered up with us. So I'm, I don't think anybody else in this particular profession does that. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. Just uh, I always wanted to, you know, I always wanted to be Gene Merck. <laughs> we need to come see us, come take a tour. Yeah, if the, yeah. If the beer thing around. doesn't work out, I mean, if the if the radio thing, I'm I'm always setting up for the next job. So <laughs> I've already set up with EMS, and if that if I if I go here first and it don't work out, I just need to I'll be coming to KW Beverage going. I can't roll no beer. I can't stack it. I don't know if I can sell it. I do know how to drink it, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll find a spot for we'll it. Find a spot. We'll for find it. a spot. There, for there's it. a sl- that's that's how much the the job has expanded. The the way the work work uh, description has expanded. Outstanding. This uh, this is not something I expected. So it's very good to talk to you guys and everything. I, and and you know, it's delightful to meet you. I mean, I uh, we know some of the same people. They all. They're all gone except for me and you. That's it. We are the survivors. KW Beverage, Dean Parsons, Watson, Neely, thank you guys for stopping by. Thank you. Coming to you live from the Roop Upstate Warrior Solutions, this is News Talk 98.9 WORD.
GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. We're going to close with Jeremy Jones. He is the founder and president of Elio Santa. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Yeah. Tell me about this. Well, thank you for having us. Yes, um, so, Leo Santa, Elio Santa, uh, law enforcement officer Santa, we started uh, right at nine years ago. Right. Um, started off just uh, me seeing some kids at Christmas time, having a tough time, and uh, we bought some presents with a little bit of extra cash that my wife and I had and um, put those presents in the trunk of my patrol car. And when I'd stop at QT to get a drink, you know, I'd see a kid, give a toy. Um, and it grew. Uh, it, it literally blew up. Uh, my wife's clients at, at the salon where she works got behind us, started supporting us. They started bringing in toys. Next thing you know, the salon is full of toys at Christmas time, and right. I'm having to find additional patrol cars to put those in. Uh, a bunch of my beat partners jumped on board with us, and we turned it into an event, and it, it just kept growing and growing. And last year, we collected right at, I think, $170,000 worth of toys. Um, here in Greenville, all of our toys stay in Greenville at the time. Right. Uh, we're, we we we're planning on expanding. Right. Um, I challenge any officers from Spartanburg, Anderson, Pickens, if they want to step up to the plate, they can come on board with us. We'll teach them how we did it. Uh, we'll hold their hand through through growing their own right. and uh, get this thing out there. Uh, that's kind of where we're what we've envisioned. This, this now, you're with the going. sheriff's department, yeah? I am with the yeah. sheriff's office. I've yeah. uh, been there for 20 years. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's going great. This, uh, this program has, has reached thousands of kids. I, I had the pleasure of going to Seven Brew Coffee um, a couple of weeks ago, and I was talking to them about doing an event with them. Right. They have great coffee. They I go do. there a lot. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? And they're very energetic. They're very outgoing. They have upbeat personalities. I said, just a perfect place to do a, a little toy drive. Right. Um, so we're planning on doing that on December the 9th. Uh, we'll be there that morning. Which location? Uh, we'll be at both locations. Woodruff so Road. Woodruff Road in front of Walmart and, and the one in front of the old Kmart in, on way down to Boulevard. That is correct. Yeah. Um, and we'll have a Grinch at one and sign it at the other. So... One of the young ladies decisions, that works. Decisions, decisions. Oh, yeah. Man. So one of the young ladies that works there, uh, she told me, she's like, you know what? When I was a kid, I got a teddy bear from y'all, and I still have it. And and how old was this individual? She's in college. Okay. Uh, she's, you know. So you've been doing this for a few moons. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, we, we, we welcome people that want to participate with us. Uh, we're always looking for places to put our boxes to, to collect toys. You know, they're. Um, that's a very effective way. We're, we're partnering with the school district here in Greenville. Uh, there's a lot of the schools that are doing toy drives for us. I think we've got 20. Right. Um, so yeah, it's growing. We've got, we're doing something a little different this year. Uh, we always look, we always try to discuss with our board on where we're failing. Right. Um, and so far, I think our biggest failure has been the outline areas. It's hard, you know, when, when we do our toy distribution day, I have 50 plus patrol cars and now we've got the fire department on board and we load them all up with toys. We turn the lights and the sirens on and we head out. Um, and we come into the mill villages, the apartment complexes, the hotels down around Augusta. There's a lot of children there that, you know, there's the families are just down on their luck and they're stuck in a rut. And, right. you know, we love going there and putting smiles on faces. But the outline areas are hard for us to get because they're so sparsely populated. So right. what we've done this year at North Greenville University, 7801 North Tigerville Road, 
uh, on December 16th from 10 to 11, we're going to have uh, an allotment of toys there with some officers. So if there are some families in that area that need help, right. they need to come to that location, um, and we'll take care of them. The um, website is leosanta.com for those that are looking to, into this. How can uh, the community support you? So we we have – I normally don't ask for money. Sure. I, I like getting the toys. Um, that's That's our – bread and butter but because this program is growing so fast um there are slowly becoming more and more financial needs um so we've got insurance policies that we have to pay for warehouse space um flyers that we have to get printed i called staples to get a thousand flyers printed yesterday and they're like yeah that's gonna be 705 dollars wow and i'm like are you kidding uh hold off on that I'll go buy a printer, and I'll print them in my living room, and, and that's what I'm doing. Right. So um, uh, Under the Carolina Moon has stepped up, and they're, they're going to print some for us. They've typically done our T-shirts and stuff. But donation sites, um, I, I really want to reach out to uh, BMW, Michelin, and GE. Right. They have a ton of employees, and a lot of those employees come from these same neighborhoods that we're serving um that have the greatest need and if i could get some of our donation boxes in their foyer it doesn't cost the companies a dime um we'll come in and clean them out weekly if need be or or more frequently right and 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 if the employees coming in to work if they choose to leave a toy they choose to leave it it doesn't you know it doesn't really uh affect the companies other than showing their participation so yeah i would love it if i can get into those three um, Before we run out of time, I find it very interesting that the guys that have to show up and look at look at the uh, look at society's worst face, and sometimes its most violent face, and sometimes uh, death, are giving out toys on the side. That that speaks to the type of individual you guys got working within the department. That's that was the when we first started this program. It was just about giving toys, and then my wife and I looked at it and we're like, you know what? There's there's more to this. So our root causes are two, to get toys to the children who need them. Right. All right. That's first and foremost. And second, to let an officer be the one handing that toy to that child. To right. try to try to rewrite some of that narrative that's been pushed over the past few years uh, that I strongly disagree with. Our officers love our community. Yep. They love the people. We have a job to do. Sometimes that job doesn't necessarily please everybody. Some people may have a, jo- may have a problem with with a certain aspect of our job, but it still has to be done. And if we weren't there to do it, the world would be chaotic. You just described talk radio, too. <laughs> There's people listening to me right now not to like me. So that's, you know, hey. I, I fully get it. Listen, thank you very much for taking yes, the sir. time to stop by. We'll be talking in just a second. Thank but, you for uh, having us. Uh, the website is leosanta.com. I want to thank the Upstate Warrior Solutions for once again hosting me here with this fabulous facility. The Roop 770 uh, Pelham Road. Yeah, thanks. Uh, lunch is up. Ingalls is in the house. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.